Looking to build wealth beyond the stock market? Gain access to alternative investment opportunities once reserved for the ultra-wealthy with Yield Street. Build a diversified portfolio with investments such as real estate, art, commercial finance, and other alternatives typically with low stock market correlation and targeting annual yields of up to 15%. Yield Street investment minimums start at $1,000. Head to YieldStreet.com to join over 275,000 members and create your account today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. This is Renee Thomas, a.k.a. Renee Tarot. We're here to do another podcast. We did one yesterday, and um, we were on Block Talk Radio, and we talked about and just basically foresaw the importance of Chernobyl with regard to what was going on in Ukraine I invite you to listen to that. You can listen to it on any podcast platform, or you can also listen to it on YouTube under Oracle's News Radio. So we want to talk to you now about another topic that has come up, and it's the topic of nation building. Nation building. It's really important simply because it is the premise of one of the reasons why Putin is not acknowledging Ukraine as a country and is saying that it is basically just a territory of Russia's and there is the the thought and the statement that certain leaders are making now saying he's just wrong so who defines what is a country Um, currently it is up to every nation or country or state depending on how you want to define it and we're going to be looking at the definitions it is up to each one of them to make a decision about who they recognize as a state for example we have Pakistan who is recognized by certain and not others of major first world nations so let's get into this Ukraine crisis from the standpoint of building a nation. Again, I am Renee Thomas. We invite you to listen to our other podcasts and let's get started. So we'll start with our first definition. Um, Of course, we'll go to Wikipedia, but we're going to be looking at a lot of more resources. So never fear. So according to Wikipedia, a country is a region that is identified as a distinct entity in political geography a country may be an independent sovereign state or part of a larger state as a non-sovereign or formally sovereign political division or a geographical region associated with sets of previously independent or differently associated people with distinct political characteristics so that is a mouthful and for those of you who are from the U.S. the word state may throw you off a bit simply because in the U.S. a state is not a country it is the country is a United States but each state is just a part of the country of the U.S. where people can travel back and forth between states without passports even though each state does have its own leader and its own government it is highly and completely subject to the national government so we do not consider 
a state to necessarily be a country. Now, according to the World Economic Situation and Prospects, WESP of the United Nations, which was devised in Europe, it classifies all countries of the world into one or three broad categories. And we're going to be looking more into the definition of countries. So so you're going to get a little bit of a social studies lesson here. So it classifies countries into developed economies, economies in transition and developing economies, families. And, and let's, let's, let's back up just a little bit. Most, as you know, the developing economies are considered to be people who are in Africa. Um, they do business a little bit differently and or have done in the past than some of the European nations and their economies were operated and with using different systems. So they were considered to be developing economies according to the United Nations standard. Now, we've got a lot of things to consider here. A lot of things going on with regard to how is a nation formed and a nation is formed in a variety of ways going back hundreds of years or thousands of years a nation may be formed because of a family and that family goes into a specific area or is born in a specific area and the family grows into tribes so you may start off with a mother and a father and some children and then there may be a conflict between um, the children as to who should succeed the father and or the one of the children may just want to explore and branch out and they become larger and they become tribes and then there are intermarriages and alliances that are formed to protect them from various things it could be from animal threats to come together to protect each other from geographic and natural threats uh, or from threats of other people outside of their area so this creates typically a shared dna or a shared ancestry and these people typically are in a specific geographic region. Now, in addition to families and tribes forming countries or states through intermarriages and alliances, location or isolation within a location may cause a, a nation to be formed. Um, island nations, um, places that are remote, that are hard to get to, places that have extreme weather. There could be people in those areas and they are locked into a country. Now, there have to be borders and a lot of these borders in the past were natural borders like rivers or bodies of water. So you go off to the coast of the United States on the East Coast, you have the Atlantic on the West Coast, you have the Pacific and there's a natural change there because you have to go through through the Atlantic to get to the UK and to Africa. You have to go through the Pacific to get to Japan and to Asia. So these large bodies of water will create natural boundaries. And also these, not only just bodies of water, but also um, rivers or, or mountains, um, things of that nature. So natural changes within the geography 
canyons, things of that nature caused by earthquakes will create a change. So you can look at the map and it looks like Africa used to fit into um, North America like a puzzle piece by the way that it's shaped and due to major earth changes over many many millions of years likely these nations separated and became different continents which includes various countries and states and nations so a lot of people have histories that were passed down that says that People from Africa either walked over across to America because at some at one point the Atlantic Ocean did not necessarily exist the way it does today. So when you look at geography and the way it is today, mountain ranges and rivers and creeks and oceans, do not think that the geography of Earth is the same as it was millions, hundreds of thousands or millions of years ago because there are new island nations being formed from volcanoes even now recently that need to be claimed and named. So we are an ever-evolving world, an ever-evolving earth. So in addition to these natural borders, we have more recent borders that are being formed like roads, or bridges that are separating places, um, modern devices like human-made treaties and maps that come up after people get together and after war and decisions are made amongst governmental rulers as to who gets what, which actually caused a lot of problems in Africa for the scram in the scramble for Africa where. There were countries or or states within even, let's say, Nigeria, where certain people had their own place. The Igbo had their own nation. And then there were other um, tribes that had their own nations. However, when these countries were split up by uh, the European nations, they were just everybody was lumped all together. And now you've got people who feel like we should they should continue on with the tribal divisions. And then some people say that Nigeria is better together. So it just depends on how you look at it. Now, what else creates a country besides the families and intermarriages of tribes and growth is mutual struggle where a location creates a constant attacks by neighbors or there's a tendency toward natural disasters that bind people together. We know that when people suffer a lot of trauma together, it'll either drive them apart or it will bind them together. Sometimes, and at least one instance that I am aware of, is a spiritual belief or a promise, a perceived promise from deity. If you look at the country of Israel, they say that their God promised them a specific piece of land and so by right it belongs to them and believe it or not you know the United Nations and various European nations agree with them and say yes that is this is so and they recognize Israel as a country um, international interference to protect interests sometimes countries are formed because they're the larger nations feel like they need to undergird and finance and weaponize smaller groups to who have their their interests at heart to take over 
places in order for them to protect themselves from other nations. So international interference is a new way that nations and countries are formed. Now, when you add slaves and immigrants and refugees, usually these these groups are only strong enough to create an ethnicity within a country or a state, but they're not a country nation in and of themselves. Because believe it or not, even though for the most part, Jamaica, which has the um, leftover ancestry of various Indian tribes like the Taino um, and other Uh, There's another tribe that I can't think of right now. Jamaica is not necessarily considered a country by some um, other world nations. So I'm going to go temporarily to thoughtco.com. There's an article dated January 27th, 2020 that I'm going to be quoting from by Matt Rosenberg. Um, Matt says that he got some of his research from Princeton University with regard to their state, nation, state introduction and definitions at from Penn State College of Earth and Mineral Sciences with regard to their document, state, nation and nation, state clarifying misused terminology. So I'll be using his article and what he, what he says here is that while the terms country, state, sovereign state, nation and nation, state are often used interchangeably, there's a difference. Um, He says a state is a territory with its own institutions and populations. A sovereign state is a state with its own institutions and populations that have permanent population, territory, and government, and it also has the right to make treaties with other states. A nation is a large group of people who inhabit a specific territory. They're connected by history, culture, or other commonality. So let's consider this, what we call the nation of of Islam. Um, They are a group within the United States, but they don't necessarily have a country. They're within the country of the United States. Even um, the, 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 the nation of Israel started off as just a nation and then they were given land so that they could form government and they became a a state so then you have the nation state is a cultural group or nation that is also a state and may in addition be a sovereign state again Israel is a good combination of this now according to Matt Rosenberg The word country can be used to mean the same thing as state, sovereign state, or nation state. Of course, when you're dealing with places like, or or organizations like the United Nations or the African Union or NATO, they will have their own sets of rules of what will be considered and acknowledged as being a, a nation or state or a country. And then you have certain countries like, France that may recognize may not recognize Pakistan when then you have another country that will so each country in and of itself has the ability to recognize or not recognize another country so he says it can be it can also be used in a less political manner to refer to a region or cultural area that has no governmental status 
Examples of this would be wine country in Northern California or coal country in Pennsylvania. And the qualities of a sovereign state, state, nation, and country are all terms that describe groups of people who live in the same place, have a great deal in common. Most likely they do have some DNA heritage. If you've ever gotten your DNA workup, you'll see many hundreds of people who are related to you as cousins within your country and they're not all of the same race. I mean, there are different races and some of the races who are a different race from you look more like you than the people who are of the same race. So by virtue of the fact that so many generations have been living in that, that location, there, there eventually becomes shared DNA. But he says that while states and sovereign states are political entities, nations and countries might or might not be a sovereign state that has territory, people who live there on an ongoing basis, um, regulations for foreign and domestic trade, issuing legal tender, um, like money, a dollar bill, euro, the an internationally recognized government that provides public services and police power. They can wage war. They make treaties. Um, sovereignty, meaning that no other state should have power over the country's territory. So let's look at the United States. Even though they recognize Native American nations within the United States, they have them on reservations, which some say those are technically prison camps, believe it or not. And um, these nations cannot override the rules of the United States, even though they can have their own tribal government, but they cannot, but then that they are also militarily protected by the United States because they happen to be in the United States, but they do not have their own country within the United States. So each reservation is a reservation. It is not a country, even though it is a group of homogenous people who have shared ancestry, who have land. They just happen not to be a country. They have no sovereignty. They have no ability to make treaties with other nations. They cannot make treaties on behalf of the United States, things of that nature. And they are also subject to some degree to the laws of the state that they happen to be located in. So there are a lot of things to look at. Um, let's look at some non-sovereign states as of the date of this article, um, which was in January 2020. So some non-sovereign states that do not have the ability to make treaties for the lands that they're, they're on would be Hong Kong, Bermuda, Greenland, Puerto, Puerto Rico, um, Northern Ireland, Wales, Scotland, and England which are non-sovereign parts of the United Kingdom. So for a long time, I and many other people thought Ireland and Scotland were basically their own countries, and technically they are non-sovereign states. And then you have these nations. Um, um, nations are these culturally homogenous groups of people who have a common language. Many times they have, most of the times they have a common religion. They have certain cultural institutions that they have built. Um, they have um, some form of a history that they can go back and to, and recant to other people. They sometimes hold territory 
but they are not sovereign states, meaning they cannot make treaties for themselves with other nations and they cannot make treaties on behalf of the larger country within which they are situated. So this includes, as I mentioned, the Indian nations of the United States, Bosnia and Herzegovina, um, Catalonia in northern Spain, Quebec, um, Corsica, Sicily, Tibet. These are um, nations that are not considered sovereign states. And then you have the nation states. And he refers to these as when a, a nation of people has a sovereign state of its own. It's called a nation state, um, which they do have the same abilities as countries. Populations living in nation states share our history, language, ethnicity and culture. Iceland and Japan are excellent examples of nation states. The vast majority of people born in these nation states share the same ancestry and culture. And basically, that is what a country is. So why then do you feel, if you want to just put a comment, why would you feel that Putin is not recognizing Ukraine as its own country or nation or sovereign nation state because they definitely have he says that they're on Russian land so he wants to kind of consider them as a form of a, a territory so to speak even though other nations consider them as their own country even though they are not a part of NATO so we've talked about these characteristics of and I'm gonna for the for the sake of this particular podcast, these sovereign nation states, I will refer to as countries. So they have land, they must have land, they must have usually in order for them to thrive economically, they must have some form of a resource. Um, These resources don't necessarily need to have been tapped yet. And they don't necessarily have to be natural resources. But they must have trade some way of making trade deals and they can be financial technical or scientific with regard to what they put out so let's say you are a sovereign nation state you do not have any resources similar to switzerland but you have the ability to grow flowers or you have the ability to create some some export that people want or you have the ability to create banks and you have a level of integrity where billionaires around the world want to put their money in your bank and in addition to that you create laws around your financial institutions where you make it easy for them to put their money in in their bank so remember when everybody was talking about the swiss bank accounts and then there was another small country that became very wealthy in the Middle East, because even though they were very small, they were landlocked, they did not have anything that anybody really wanted, but they had integrity because you cannot create a, a, a form, a bunch of banks within a a place where you do not have infrastructure. So let's say 
you 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 have a new volcanic island out there in the Pacific and you you buy that island and you invite a bunch of people to come down there and live with you and you guys create a nation state but you don't really have any resources yet so you create these banks and you tell everybody you make it really known around the world hey you can come put your money in our banks you charge a certain number of interest and now you have money with which to purchase exports to create products for your people to live off of however you have not perfected your infrastructure so you do not have dependable electricity you do not have dependable internet so some billionaire takes a chance and puts his money into your bank and then pretty soon they find out that you are being taken over by another island nation island nation because you don't have defense or you don't have any kind of contract with a, a country that can provide def defense for you and you also cannot keep your infrastructure up so he can't get his money because your lights are out okay well you cannot you cannot do, you cannot sell yourself as a resource people trust swiss banks we talk about all the time about all these billionaires and rich people who put their money into swiss banks so swiss can sell their integrity with regard to we will keep your money safe um, I don't know all of the technicalities with regard to Swiss banks. I know that there is a mindset amongst the population that if you've got money that you don't want to put in your own national bank, you can go to Switzerland and put your money in the Swiss bank and it'll be safe and you don't have to answer a whole lot of questions. Now, that is the current mindset of people who really don't know what's going on in Switzerland. Um, so when a country has the ability, let's say a country can even sell entertainment or they can even build their infrastructure based on, um, some form of tourism, they still have to say that when you come here, you will have, you'll be safe. Um, you will have the, the current infrastructure, roads and electricity, unless they're selling themselves as some kind of campsite where people can come in and, 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 and ferry their, 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 um, mobile homes out to the place. And I don't think that that kind of place would actually get a lot of money. You'll have to come up with a way, unless you have some kind of resource or oil well that people want, you'll have to come up with something that you can sell and actually make some money. Um, even if you sell services and land to neighboring countries so that they can put up their military establishments. So let's say you've got a United States and they want to have a military, um, a military establishment closer to Asia. And you've got this island nation in the middle of every place. So you're, you're actually renting land to the United States to have this military establishment. Well, that's income. And with that income, you can actually support your people. Unfortunately, if that's the only income you have, if the United States ever decides to abandon that particular military base, which they have been known to do before, you will be up a creek. So you probably want to have a bunch of different ways in which you create money. Uh, you know, a big way that people can create money is through entertainment. There are certain countries in the Middle East that are known to have laxer laws with regard to entertaining themselves. And so people like to go there and spend money and do things that are normally illegal in their own country. They can go to these countries, even Nevada. And uh, Nevada is not a country, but Nevada is a state where prostitution is legal in some ways. And so 
you can go there and have fun and do things and gamble and and you can't do that in every state within the union so they get money by offering these these services or these recreational vehicles for people to come to and have fun so you have to really think outside the box as to how will you if you wanted to have a country how would you finance your country without natural resources now of course natural resources mostly are finite so even if you have coal or oil oil wells can dry up coal can go go bad or you might have a coal mine that has plenty of coal but it's so dangerous and it gets it shut down and you can't use that coal anymore because it's too dangerous to go in there and it costs too much money to get engineers and people to come in and to dig it up so you have to be resourceful maybe you should have a little bit of all of it some natural resources some financial resources some technical resources some scientific resources but at at all costs you need to have some form of defense and a for and an integrity in order to be a world player you and you also must be recognized by other nations so you can be a one state a small country kind of like portugal or japan or you can be a union of states like the united states the united states of america you need a leader a form of government, which is a whole nother topic, a banner or flag most states have, a form of monetary exchange. You have to have that. Some people have more than one. Usually has a military or form of protection and a way to create civil obedience. So you have the protection of the entire region. You have the protection within the region have at least one language most have more than one some even go further to have genres of music that associated with them um some form of sports um sports that are specific to that region or similar regions to that place symbols like nature symbols the state flower the state tree the state state animal the state bird things that bring people together and that um, clarify various forms of nature that are specific to that region for instance the florida has palm trees but there are certain areas in the united states that do not have palm trees they have pine trees or they may have oak trees or they may have sycamore trees or things of that nature that are different in the land that they're in compared to other places that are even nearby and that differentiate them as a geographic region so when you're thinking about places like ukraine it would seem to most people that Ukraine has what it needs to be a sovereign state. I mean, they have a military, they have a they have land, they have um acknowledgement from other nations that they are a sovereign nation and able to enter into treaties and they're able to create an application for NATO and they're able to do certain things and they have the most grain or they're one of the places that exports the most grain they're considered to be a bread basket that could feed the world some people say so they have natural resources they have an export product they also i believe they have oil as well and um it's kind of odd i 
it's it's odd that they are just not seen by Russia as being a sovereign state. However, if you look at the history of Russia from an overall standpoint, there have been Russian leaders who have left a legacy of bringing Um, restoring lands back to Russia and then there are some that have a legacy of not having restored land back to Russia and I do believe that um, Vladimir Putin knows that he wants to leave a legacy and he wants it to be said in the history books that he restored Ukraine back into Russian territory Um, it could be just as simple as that the legacy that he wants to to leave even even if after he is no longer the head of Russia they decide to be go out again and be their own nation so just wanted to let you know that this is these are some of the things having to do with nation building what makes a country and based on what we see here especially when you think about the Ukrainians um, holding on to their dogs and their cats and their children down on the subway You can best believe that those little kids that are down there under the ground listening to all these bombs, this is imprinting on them. And as they grow older and as they grow up and become adults, and that is not going to take long. We know how fast these kids grow up. They're not going to forget this. Okay. And this is going to make them fight harder for Ukraine. Um, not all children can be integrated into one man's idea and purpose. And these two, it only takes one. It only takes one strong leader to lead a people into back out of something. Now, as far as African-Americans, African-Americans are sort of a nation, um, but they do not have a land and have not, been able to come together to get one so they're just considered an ethnicity that is within the united states of america but you know it's that is what it is it takes a certain a certain desire a certain um unction to want to be a nation look at all that the jewish people have gone through and how they have demanded their land based on a deity and actually received acknowledgement from United Nations and without having land. They were spread out all over Europe. They were spread out over in parts of Asia and parts of Russia. They were spread out in the United States and they were given a piece of property and they all moved and became a nation state, a sovereign nation state. And even the property that they were given, which was taken from basically another nation state. Some people, some of the countries don't even acknowledge that nation state. But, you know, let's let's talk oracles now. I kind of believe that there's a little bit more to that than what we understand, that most of the governments of the world understand about this armageddon thing and that they are abiding abiding by it i don't think it's just the word of people saying hey our deity told us this is our land i think it's a little bit deeper than that and it hasn't all been revealed to us but that's another topic so i'm glad that you guys were able to join us today we're going to end this show 
with a new track from our playlist. Um, this track is a song called Peace is a Process. And it is talking about how peace is something that also helps a nation to become a nation. And you can listen to this and other songs by going to the link in the information box to um, Spotify so that you can enjoy this song. Enjoy this and thank you for listening. long we've lived in a world of canceled and delayed no more those plans you've been making they're on thanks to ongo the number one ranked at home rapid covid19 test so that vacation where you get to swim with the pigs it's on your friend's wedding that was pushed back four times it's on the roar of the stadium it's on too ongo covid19 test results in minutes ongo is available at letsongo.com radio and amazon this product has been authorized by the fda during the public health emergency only and only for the detection of proteins from sars cov2 not other viruses the claim number one ranked is supported by ecri's usability evaluation conducted in december 2021